good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. In today's episode, we talk to Captain Laura Murdoch of Fire and Rescue and Miss Angeline Bell with Health and Human Services. And we're talking about the county's greatest treasure and smallest and youngest, keeping our infants healthy and wealthy and wise. I guess they can't be wealthy, but I guess health is wealth. Ladies, good day. How are you today? Hi. Hi, how are you? Hello. hello. Thank you for joining us today and sharing information about this very important subject. I don't know if there's anything that a mother or father or family cherishes more than a a baby or a a newborn or an infant. And you guys are here today to talk to us about how to not only stay healthy or keep them healthy, but also to be wary of some of the things that might be of mortal danger to them. So before we talk about that, let's talk to Miss Angeline Bell about who she is, what she does for the county, and a little bit about her background. Angeline. Hi, my name is Angeline Bell. I am a registered nurse and a program coordinator for the Babies Born Healthy program. So with the Babies Born Healthy program, we focus on um, care coordination services for pregnant women. And we do teaching and teaching the new moms how to keep the baby safe. All right. Captain Laura Murdoch, how are you? Same question. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do for the county, and a little bit about your background. Excellent. So I'm uh, Captain Laura Murdoch. I've been with Montgomery County Fire Rescue for about 20 and a half years. I am a firefighter paramedic, and um, my current job is that I am the EMS Quality Assurance Captain. Uh, I oversee 2,000 to 3,000 EMS providers um, to ensure compliance with our protocols, our EMS protocols and EMS um, SOPs as well. And I work directly with our medical director, Dr. Roger Stone, um, for uh, compliance with, with those protocols. All right, fantastic. Now, before we dive too deep in there, how has it been, and I ask this of all of our county employees when we talk, how has it been functioning during COVID-19? How are your jobs different? Uh, are there things you're doing differently? Are you still able to get your job done? Uh, I'll start with Captain Murdoch. So in the fire rescue service, um, you know, our our firefighters are ready to respond. They're out there every day wearing their mask, ensuring safety, um, you know, trying to prevent the spread to each other in the fire stations. They're working really hard, um, you know, communicating with the hospitals. And for me, um, it's been uh, quite an adventure as well. I've been able to um, work from home a little bit, um, trying trying to get things done. I'm still able to function and do my job completely. Um, so yeah, we're, we're prepared, we're ready. And COVID, um, COVID really hasn't changed much of our operations. We're just more prepared with PPE and guidelines and we're, we're doing the best we can every day. Right. And, and Ms. Uh, Ms. Bell, how's it been for you working during COVID-19 uh, and, and the great work that you do? Yeah, I'm still able to reach out to the clients, reach out to the moms and do the teaching that need to be done. But some of this work, instead of doing in-person visits, we're doing a lot of telehealth visits. So we get to 
opportunity to see the uh, home environment, to get to see a sleep environment, but we see it through Zoom or uh, other uh, avenues. You know, we uh, use the phone a lot, so we do FaceTime, but we definitely can see the environment from the home. We're doing teaching and it really helped the client because it helped them with social isolation as well. So the work is still being done. Fantastic. And let's delve a bit more in the work that you're getting done. Uh, we're talking about sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. Let's talk a little bit about what that is. And then let's delve a bit more into how to keep the mother healthy on a way to having the baby, but then also to keep the mother and baby healthy. Okay. So SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome, uh, it is, they call it sudden death, infant death because it's unexplainable and sometimes it happened just like right away. We just don't know why it happened sometimes. Um, there are some risk factors with that is, um, you know, if you have a mother that smoke and drink during pregnancy or you have an infant who has low birth weight. And also, if you have an infant who previously had some kind of respiratory illness, those um, babies are at risk for SIDS. But the important thing is that we can prevent SIDS. Um, we can prevent it by making sure they have a safe sleeping environment. Okay, and I can talk a little bit uh, more about that safe sleeping environment. Um, so um, what we call it is to uh, make sure that uh, we call it the ABCDs. There's a handout if you want to put that up for me. Um, so we always want to make sure that the baby um, is uh, sleeping alone, that they're in this bed by themselves. They have a separate sleeping environment. They're not sleeping in their parents' bed. They're not sleeping on the couch. They're not sleeping in a car seat. So they sleep in their own space. And we call it, you know, alone. It can be a crib, a pack and play, or a bassinet. Um, if uh, we have a family who do not have a crib or pack and play, we can um, get one for them. We can make sure that they have, if they reach out to us. And then um, the A, so B, always the baby should be on their back to sleep. Keep them on their back to sleep. We don't want them sleeping on the side or on their belly because they will have a problem if they're sleeping on their belly. They have a hard time waking up if they're sleeping on their belly. So always on their belly. Um, so A, B, and then the C again in the crib. Okay, in the crib, we always want them in a crib and they own sleeping space. They can stay in the same room with their parents, but definitely in their own sleeping environment. And then we call the D is uh, D. We want to always keep them out of danger. Make sure um, we're not smoking or drinking around them because if you have uh, uh, drugs or alcohol, you're not alert and you don't know what's going on with the baby. So um, we want to keep them out of danger. And then some other uh, do's, if you breastfeed, the baby is safe. Uh, breastfeed, it helps to, uh, reduce the incidence of SIDS. And um, again, no one's smoking in the house before or after the baby is born. So those are some ways to keep the baby safe and to um, prevent SIDS. Incredible, awesome, awesome. Now. So you're giving us information as to how to keep the baby safe and keep mm -hmm. the family safe. Now, if something happens, then that's where Captain Murdoch and Fire and Rescue comes in. Captain Murdoch, tell us a little bit about the dynamics or the, that happen when it comes to emergencies involving 
infants and pediatric emergencies. What are you encountering? And what type of things do you teach parents to help them and deal with such emergencies? Um, well, Montgomery County Fire Rescue is um, very appreciative to be on today to talk about this and to um, be with Ms. Bell in this campaign because, you know, the fire rescue access to these homes that, that nobody else really has. So when we run emergency calls, we're always trying to prevent the next call. So we may see things um, that other people will never, ever be able to see. So if we see that we're running, uh, you know, let's say just a sick infant who might have a fever and we look in the crib and we notice that there's a lot of things inside the crib, you know, what Miss Bell had reached on and, and pointed out, we can we can try to educate and hopefully prevent the next um, emergency that that we might have to run. And so education and uh, risk prevention is really big for fire rescue, you know, and then, um, you know, SIDS is preventable, like Ms. Bell has said, but a lot of times we end up running um, patients um, under the age of one in cardiac arrest. So if you want to put up that graphic for me um, about the cardiac arrest patients, if you look at the graphic, um, you will see that um, this is the cardiac arrest that we have run in the last 365 days. We run about two pediatric cardiac arrest a month. And most of those pediatric cardiac arrest patients are under the age of one. So there's been 11 um, pediatric cardiac arrest um, incidences in the county that we have run. And, um, you know, we're really trying to reach out and, and put the information out there that one, let's prevent SIDS, um, let's look in the cribs, let's prevent um, risk reduction, any injuries, anything that we can do. And then two, we really want to push to the parents that, you know, hey, we need you guys to learn CPR and CPR saves lives. So if you guys and the, and the citizens of Montgomery County learn CPR, um, get the information, then you guys are going to start the chain of survival way before fire rescue even gets there. And so we're really pushing along with um, safe infant sleeping um, to go ahead and, and learn CPR and um, know how to do infant and child CPR, which is a little bit different than adult CPR. And I was getting ready to get into that, and I don't want you to teach a CPR class now, but when people do ask or they, they start doing the research as to where to get their, their training, do they need to ask the provider, do they need to let them know specifically that they're, they want to learn pediatric and infant CPR as well? Is that something different when you are asking for the, the classes? So when you take a CPR class, um, and, you know, it's usually three to six hours a day, um, just for one day. And they, they, uh, the CPR class will give you infant, child, and adult um, CPR. But there are portions where you can just learn infant and child, um, such as daycare providers. Um, they, they can just learn a certain portion of the CPR. But a lot of the times it is hands-on. Um, so you do have to sometimes go to the class. And of course, COVID, um, unfortunately, has probably slowed the classes down a little bit. I know in fire rescue, we've canceled some of our classes um, recently, but you know, we've got to get back out there and we've got to get CPR training going back up again. All right. Excellent. And Angeline, so at what point do you want to be involved in the, the process of healthy babies? I think you mentioned earlier that you have some responsibility or some, some, uh, some resources for maternity for, for mothers that are still pregnant. And then you also yeah. have resources after the birth. So let's just go through the walk through the whole thing. Uh, a resident is now pregnant and they want to ensure that their baby has the best possible outcomes and the county provides services. 
how would you like them to engage with your office moving um, through their pregnancy and then once they have their baby? So uh, we want to uh, engage with them early on during their pregnancy, as soon as they find out they're pregnant. Some of them don't find out early, but we like to engage very early because it's important that they're uh, seeing a doctor early during their pregnancy, that they're eating well, that they're taking care of themselves. Um, the baby have a good survivor weight uh, if a mother is healthy during their pregnancy. So we want to reach out to them early, um, um, get them enrolled into our program. We have several maternal programs in um, Montgomery County. Babies Born Healthy is one, one program that we have. Uh, we have a maternity partnership program. We have in, infant um, uh, early infant program. We have the SMILE program. So these are all maternal um and child health programs. We want to engage early during their pregnancy and even during the early years after the baby is born. We want to keep a mom healthy and the baby healthy. So um, if a pregnant woman need to reach uh, any of us, they can, um, we have a website or they can call our main number and we can get them enrolled into the program. If you um, like for me to give the website. Yes, yes, let's give the website. Okay, right. so uh, the website is www.bit.ly um, forward slash moco hyphen infant hyphen health. Um, yes, uh, that is the website for uh, our maternal health programs. Or if you're trying to reach the Babies Born Healthy program, you can call 240-777-3118. We will be happy to enroll you in our no. program or can, refer you to one of our other programs. Can you get that number again? I'll see if I can get it up there. Okay, 240-777-3118. Okay. And we will enroll you into the Babies Born Healthy programs if you fit our criteria or we will refer you to one of our other maternal programs. We have a program to um, reach each and every pregnant woman in Montgomery County. Awesome. Captain, Captain Murdoch. Now, sometimes there's a debate that happens in families uh, when it comes to health emergencies. When it comes to pediatric care or pediatric emergencies and infant emergencies, at what point would you like parents to involve fire and rescue uh, in the situation? Hey, you know what? If any parent at any time is um, very concerned about their child, about anything, you pick up and call 911. Uh, you know, we're there to respond. We're there to help. We're there to um, protect the citizens of Montgomery County. So um, anytime that they're concerned, you know, even, um, you know, the other day we had a call with a 10 month or a 10 week old where the parents just weren't quite sure it was their first child. Uh, they thought that the baby uh, might have had, you know, difficulty breathing. So they called us. Um, so we go and we respond and, you know, hopefully we can provide reassurance or take them to the hospital um, and help or help educate, um, you know, and with the sleep, safe baby sleeping program, you know, it's going to be great to be able to help educate the parents. Um, you know, and talk to families about safety. Great, great, great. Now, what are some of the things that you'll be teaching in the program? Are there visible indicators that you can share with people now, like a few tips that you can give them? And before, you know, we, we want everyone to take the class, but are there a few tips now we can say if the baby's turning blue or if raspy breathe, I don't know. What are some of the, the telltale signs that we can look for, parents can look for? 
So in pediatric patients, a lot of time um, it starts with respiratory. So anytime that there's a trouble breathing in a pediatric kid, you know, immediately call 911 and look for unresponsiveness. Um, And if the child is unresponsive, then, you know, you're going to immediately start CPR on the chest. And like I said, you know, an infant and child, it's it's different. An adult, it's different. Um, You know, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there to watch as well, um, just to get a very basic uh, sense of how to do things if there is an emergency. But we're really, really harping on taking the class and making sure that, you know, um, you know, in the state of Maryland and Montgomery County, high school students have to take the class before they, you know, graduate high school. Um, so, you know, if you've got these, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old um, citizens learning CPR, we think that new parents um, can learn CPR as well. Right. Ms. Bell, is always, I guess people can always come to HHS to get education and resources to help them with the care of the infants and also maternal care. But October is a very special month when it comes to infant safety. And why, why is that? And what can we expect in October from HHS? Um, so yes, uh, October is CIS uh, Awareness Month. So CIS uh, Awareness. So we really want to focus on teaching um, parents um, to prevent CIS. Uh, the number of CIS deaths in Montgomery County varies per year, but there are about four CIS deaths every year in Montgomery County. One is too many. So we want zero CIS deaths in Montgomery County. So um, uh, definitely in October, we're going to be focusing on um, uh, prevention, doing extra teaching. Um, and one of the reasons uh, we start in October is because it started to get a little cold. Um, and during the winter months, people tend to overbundle the child and put a lot of extra uh, clothing on the child in the house. We don't want to overdress them in the house. Um, we should dress them one layer more than we would when we sleep and don't overheat them. Um, a good temperature is between 68 and 72 degrees. Okay. So the winter months, we hear more about SIDS during the winter months. So as October approach, we're going to be doing a little bit more outreach and a little bit more teaching SIDS prevention. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for all of the information that you guys shared today. Captain Murdoch, Ms. Bell, thank you ever so much for all the information. And I hope that you guys will maybe stop back through um, and share a little bit of information if, if there are specific things that you want to share in October as well. Is that okay? Yeah, right. sure. Fantastic, fantastic. And to you out there that may be watching or listening, we want to ask that you continue to be in the know and ask the question, what's happening MoCo? Because you deserve the answers. Do all you can to support our program and stay in the know. Our podcast is available via many different platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, TuneIn. And of course, you can find us on Twitter at County Kiwamoko, Instagram, County Kiwamoko, Facebook, County Kiwamoko. You get it. Look to County Kiwamoko for information from your Montgomery County government. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a great and wonderful day. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe.